Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode from Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy, and I'm in a mood. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're discussing right in front of me the fifth and final movie in Hallmark's Spring Fling series for 2021. (laughs) Sorry. And not a moment too soon. (laughs) I mean, I was really excited thinking that we were going to get next week off because I haven't seen any big new announcement about the next set of movies, but... Bam, they hit you with hearts down under. (laughs) Another freaking Busby movie or whatever. Hallmark is notoriously difficult to figure out what movies are coming next. They're not like super forthcoming with their lineup. So right now we know that we have Hearts Down Under coming next week and then we might have a break for all of May. There's what? nothing in the app <laughs> and there's nothing on the website and then Summer Nights begins June 5th. Now that doesn't mean Hallmark's not going to throw some original programming at us in May that we don't know about, but it is not currently on the website or in the app. So that's what we know now. I feel like um, they just wing it. Like they're like, Meh, let's throw this movie in here now. Let's let's just see what sticks here. You know, they're just figuring yeah, it out. Yeah, where they have they a go. schedule and then things change. I don't really, we know that their production turnaround is really tight, especially for some of these movies. They're filmed like last month and then they just kind of put them together. So maybe they don't want to announce it too far in advance in case that falls apart. I don't know, but I do know that it's not like we get a lot of advance notice for these things. So. That's what we know right now. What else we know is this is a bonus episode of this podcast, which means this is not our main weekly episode, although this week there was no main episode. But typically, every other week in the past, we produce a Tuesday episode. We'd love it if you would take a listen to those in addition to these bonus episodes. You can also find us on Instagram, Megan and Wendy L. SS, which stands for Long Story Short. And you can hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. And this is where I usually say we love your emails. You can email us at meganandwindy at gmail.com. But we got an email that has kind of chaffed my hide. Is that... (laughs) Slapped your hide. Chapped. Chapped. I got chaff. Yeah, that's gross. But yeah, chapped my hide. So, Megan, I'm going to turn it over to you. This email begins with a few comments after listening to your review. Houth is not pronounced houth. Rather, it's pronounced like hoth, which, okay. Fine. Um, I'm not Irish. <laughs> right. The sport they were playing is hurling. With an H. And then it goes on to discuss the phase, Ireland was in a phase five lockdown. Anyone who would have had to self-isolate for a minimum of 10 days, although there was no check by authority. We did discuss that we believed that Ireland had a quarantine in place, although you could travel there, provided you adhered to their quarantine rules. Talks a little bit about restraints for testing pandemic Goodness. protocols. Is this written by the Irish Dr. Fauci? Because give me a flippin' break. Okay, go ahead. But here's what I want to say. Like, typically, look, I like information that we didn't know, right? Like, I'm not in Ireland. I don't know how to put movies are being produced in Ireland during a pandemic. I like I like information. I like the backstory. I like being like, give me the give me the goods, right? But I learned a lesson on Instagram. Actually, I learned it via a podcast. And if you follow Shavonda Gardner, first of all, she has this absolutely beautiful feed. She's a decorator a designer she's, her house is beautiful we'll she's leave a, a great link. eye we will but i heard her on a podcast 
once where she discussed her feelings about interacting with people, specifically in DMs, because people will drop into her DMs all the time and just with like, and it'll just say like, link or where'd you get it? Like, there's no conversation. There's no, it's just like transactional. It's right. Give me information. Mm -hmm. And so she went on to say how she had kind of taught, basically, she's created these boundaries and put them in place and has taught her followers how to interact. So if you drop into her DMs with link, she'll respond with, hi, good morning. How are you? Like, she demonstrates that conversation. And I honestly had never thought about that before. And it makes a lot of sense. And I try and do that. I mean, I, you know, I don't think every conversation needs to start with, hi, Megan, right? Like, (laughs) if you have a relationship, you can just be responding to what they're saying. But I do think there's something to be said for, like, saying hello. Like manners? Right. Okay, so remind the listeners how this email started again. It just says, a few comments after listening to your review. Not, hey, ladies, not love the podcast, which you don't have to say. You don't have to love the podcast. That's okay. Hi. Hello. Yeah. You're, you're, I feel like you're so restrained right now, Megan. Like, I know you're, like, hung up on this person's, like, greetings and salutations, but I think this person can eat a because I'm not having it. Prior to recording this, Wendy was like, I'm in a mood and you're going to have to bleep the podcast. So you can go ahead and bleep that. But like, seriously, (laughs) like, I am so tired. Like, like you said, give us the information. Give us the goods. Greet us with a hello. But don't come at us and say, this is how you do it. This is what's going on. This is the goodbye. Like, I'm so tired of people just thinking that they have the right to speak to other people like that, especially online. Right. Where you have no relationship. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, the world is a crappy place enough. Let's, like, be a little bit nicer to each other. Like, Look, that said, we do love your emails. Uh, We want to interact with you. Don't let this... It's MeganandWendy at (laughs) gmail.com. I tell you, we read every single one of them. All right. Well, this movie is right in front of me. And Wendy, do you have a synopsis? I do. Right in front of me, Carly has a second chance at romance with her college crush, but is unable to impress him until her new friend Nick starts giving her advice. Soon she learns who the right man for her really is, starring Janelle Parrish and Marco Grazzini. I think that synopsis is not a true synopsis of this movie. Yeah. I mean, her college crush. All right. Was she trying to impress him? I don't think so. But okay, whatever. Yeah. So let's do some news and notes about this movie. Go for it. Okay. So, of course, it was filmed in Vancouver. It was written by Julie Sherman Wolf. And if you have not heard our interview with her, we'll leave a link to that in the show notes because she was lovely we loved her new year new movies movie taking a shot at love that was the first movie of 2021 and we have a review of that as well so i was happy to kind of round out this series with her movie yeah i was definitely looking forward to this movie because i love her so much i thought she was so nice she is now a facebook friend of mine as i'm like dusting off the whatever on my shoulders whatever the kids say anyway i was really looking forward to it because i love the way she writes and i like the lines that she puts in there so we'll talk some more about that but yes julie sherman wolf you should listen to our 
I'll drop a link to it, our podcast interview we did with her. You might know Janelle Parrish from Pretty Little Liars. Were you a Pretty Little Liars watcher? I know Yes, ma'am. Yes, <laughs> I was. I've seen, I was not. I've seen a few episodes and I I didn't stick with it. I will um, Mark- say I I will say I didn't finish out the series. I watched like the first three seasons of it. I uh, like her. I like her a yeah. lot. And Marco Gazzini has starred in several Hallmark movies. And that's all I got for news and notes. Do you have anything else? Zero things. <laughs> okay, well, let's do first impressions and you go first. I felt that right in front of me was a solid movie. Not my favorite of the bunch, but a solid movie. It would have been nearly impossible for me to have liked this movie more than I liked As Luck Would Have It. Yeah. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I love how you like forget from week to week what the, what the heck these movies are called. <laughs> I knew it was something lucky. It would have been nearly impossible. Look, there had, that movie had so many things going for it that I loved it so much. But this, I agree, was a solid movie. I think it takes a solid second place among all of the Spring Fling movies for me. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. All right. What did you like about this movie? Well, I really loved the lead actors. I especially loved the guy that played Nick, Marco Grazzini. Is that how you say his last name? Grazzini? Grazzini? Uh If it's not, please email us and let us know how to pronounce that. Just say hi first. Anyhow, I really loved him. I thought he was like natural and super likable. And I liked the way they played off each other. I especially liked it wasn't, you know, I hate you, you hate me. Now we mm. like each other. It it started out as like this nice organic relationship and he, him trying to help her, blah, 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 whatever. So I liked that. I love the clothing. I really love whoever Hallmark style or... Not that. Whoever whoever Hallmark hires to do the costuming on these movies, I love. Like, please come and pick some clothes out for me. I love it, love it, right. love it. Always so cute. She always looked so darling. I loved it. And the very last thing I liked is at the very end when they kissed, she was the one who, like, went in for the kiss. It wasn't like she was waiting for him to kiss her. I kind mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever really noticed that in any of the other movies, but in this one, maybe because the height difference was so noticeable. He's much taller than she is. She's tiny. So maybe like her reaching up to him, like I, I was like, oh, she's going for it. I like it. Okay. What about you? What'd you like about this movie? I loved the food and the presentation of the food. There was mm-hmm. so much attention to detail paid to that, and I loved it. I loved the tiny little fork. I thought that was beautiful. I thought the sets were beautiful. I have something else to say about the sets oh, later. but so do I. Yes, yes, there yes. Was the sets where they were, the, the spaces were beautiful. Lots of fresh flowers, which I really liked. I also loved Carly's wardrobe. And one thing I really liked is that Matt, who was her college crush, I thought Adore- they could have really... He could have turned out to be like a jerk, right? It could have been mm-hmm. like, oh, why do I have these memories of him? He's actually a jerk. And he wasn't. It just, mm-hmm. he wasn't the guy for her. And I read Julie Sherman Wolf was tweeting along with the premiere of this movie. <laughs> and I read some of her tweets. And she said that it was really important to her that he wasn't a cat, that he, you know, it's someone yeah. can be not right for you and they don't have to be a bad guy. Sure. And I liked that choice that I agree. It just wasn't the guy for her. So. That's what I liked about this movie. I have a thought about the food. <laughs> it was okay. very... I've been watching a, a, the new season of um, Top Chef mm-hmm. <laughs> on Bravo, and I thought that 
the food styling in this movie was very like high end. It reminded mm-hmm. me of like watching Top Chef when they present these beautiful dishes. Yeah, that was that was fun to watch. And we have a friend, a close friend who's a food stylist. I would love like I wonder if they hire food stylists for for movies. They must, right? I'm sure. Whether yeah. they did for this one, I don't know, but certainly movies have food stylists. Yeah. Anyway, total side note. All right. What did you wish for in this movie? The one thing that I really wished for in this movie is Carly. The, I'm tired of the narrative that women have to be more, right? Mm-hmm. So here she is. She's this great stylist. There are obvious tons of professional stylists out there that make a crap ton of money. So she's this like great stylist, blah, 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 whatever. Why does she have to now become a designer? It's like, it's why? Why? I, I just, agree. I, I hate that like, oh, now you have to be more. Why can't she just be content and good at what she does? Right. And she's booked for a year, right? Yeah, so it, it was not a necessary element of the story, I thought, the overall yeah, story. Yeah, she has a successful career. And I didn't feel like they sold it to me that she really wanted more. Like, she seemed very happy in the job. It was right. just like they felt like they needed... I think they could have had all of those elements of her kind of coming in to save the day with the bridesmaids dresses and her altering her own dress. Like those could have been fun little elements mm-hmm. without them leading to a career change. Right. You know, exactly. and her friend could have said, you know, like you have such a talent. And she could have said, I know that's just, you know, I enjoy that. But my I, my heart's in styling. I think you could have done those things without needing her, like you said, to be more. Absolutely. What did you wish for? I well, I have a couple of very small wishes. One, I wished for some different scenery. We spend the first <laughs> half of the movie at least like in one room. Like totally. they're in that hotel lobby uh-huh. and it's like the the cocktail hour and like the, like every scene happens in that one room. Was was the actual wedding ceremony in that room too? It seemed like it. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. There's more in the final section that I'll talk about. I mean, it was a pretty room. It was a beautiful room. And I liked that when they were in the hotel, there was always something happening in the background. Granted, it wasn't a huge cast. It was always like members of this tiny little wedding Mm -hmm. party. But I did like that there were things going on in the background, which we don't always get. Sometimes we just get like a real tight shot of a corner and there's no need to include the other people. But I, I just wished for a little bit of a variation. The girl who played the bride looked very familiar, and I could not put my thumb on it where she, what she's from. Did she look familiar to you at all? No. Shall we IMDb it? Sure, we can. I'm doing. The it. other thing is the other gal who played one of the bridesmaids. She uh-huh. is in. She's been in so many movies this year. It's funny how sometimes she has a much larger role and then she has a much smaller role. I wonder is she just like a secondary actor? Like she's never had like a lead role in any of the movies we've watched, has she? Not that I recall. I do know who you're talking about. Okay, the bride. Is played by an actress named Claire Philippow. Oh, she was in on the twelfth date of Christmas with our buddy Tyler Hines. I loved that movie. I don't remember what she was, what she played in that movie, but maybe that's just where I recognize her. 
her name was Shannon in the movie. I don't remember either, but perhaps that's what we remember her from. And I agree that that other actress was in a lot. Brandy Alexander. Yeah, that's her. She was definitely in that time travel movie with. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's been in something else, too, this year. She was in Love Lights Hanukkah. She was in A Timeless Christmas. And I think that's all that we've watched. But she has several Hallmark movie credits. And actually, The Third Bridesmaid looked familiar to me as well. And her name is Mercedes de la Cruz. She's also been in some other Hallmark movies, including A Lone Star Christmas that also starred Marco Marco Rosini. Another small, tiny little wish to your point about her wardrobe. She was going on a relaxing (laughs) weekend away. And the entire time she's dressed like she's going to work. Even her date outfit looks like something you would wear to the office. I loved her wedding dress. I thought that was beautiful. But I thought, really? You're not going to bring... You don't need to be in joggers. But even people who dress up for work and who are in fashion can dress casually and look nice. Mm Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. thought, don't you want to be a little more? Co- I thought she looked great. I mean, her I loved her dresses. But I thought she looked corporate a little bit. Maybe she thought she was going out with, I mean, she wasn't really wearing stuff that was like hitting the town. But like, because she was supposed to be there with her friend who like was absent most of the time. But maybe they were supposed to like, oh, my God, I'm like reading too much into this freaking backstory. It doesn't matter. Yes, I agree that her clothes look. <laughs> Too corporate. <laughs> okay. Time for uh-oh, roadblocks in the way of our movie couple. And there's kind of really only one big one here. Okay, go ahead. Well, and that is that Carly starts out pursuing Matt and Nick is helping her in the pursuit of Matt. Oh, that's not mine. But okay, I okay. agree with that. <laughs> Great. What's, what's yours? Uh, Nick got a big fat nope from getting an investor, you know, that's not like a roadblock to their relationship, but like it's a, a roadblock to the story of like him moving on and pursuing his own dreams of becoming a whatever, a head chef or whatever. I think you're right that it is a roadblock to their relationship. And I actually strongly disliked that moment where he gets the no, he tells her he gets the no. She's about to have the conversation about the fact that she has feelings for him. And he doesn't want to have the conversation because he's butthurt about getting rejected. Well, he would, you would be a little devastated too, I guess, right? If you got told no about something. But but like he doesn't even want to be around her anymore. I would be devastated too, but the, Leave me alone. (laughs) Now our relationship can't happen either because I'm a big baby. Look, I had a college boyfriend who had a bad day and broke up with me simply because he had a bad day. And then like a week later was like, oh, that was a mistake. And I was like, too freaking bad, dude. Because Yeah. Did you tell him to eat a dick? (laughs) I should have because I was like, I'm not going to be the girl that you on and then Mm -hmm. come back to when like, oh, I'm in in a better mood now. That's not how relationships work. So I didn't love that. Although I'm sure I would have been, like, crabby Abby about it, too. It's okay. You don't have to take it on the person that you're in a relationship with. Or, like, about to be. Like, that's exciting. I don't exactly. Know. Great. Right. Okay. All right. I have, I have something very exciting for Did You See That. 
I'm looking forward to this. If you guys, well, we didn't tell you, but Megan sent me a text and she's like, hey, I'm going to throw you a curveball. So I'm waiting for it, Megan. Let's not overhype it because <laughs> okay, <laughs> here's what's going to happen. I mentioned previously in the episode that Julie Sherman Wolf was live tweeting along with this movie. Yeah. And as I was reading her tweets, I realized that a number of things that we would discuss in a Did You See That moment were answered by her. So I thought we would do kind of a Did You See That with Julie Sherman Wolf's reaction to that moment that she anticipated people would be having did you see that moments about are you Love into it. it i'm into it yes the first did you see that moment and these are not in um, chronological order these are just in the order in which i've written them down is carly alters the dress she's going to wear to the wedding and all of a sudden she has a mini sewing machine and all of these sewing supplies and the question is where on vacation did she get these supplies mm-hmm. the answer is that was in a scene that was cut from the movie. She oh, got the supplies. I wonder why they cut that. Because they just thought it wasn't necessary to time have her run out. And but that's my. Those are my favorite parts. Throw a good music on and make it a freaking montage where she's making a dress and getting all the supplies and doing all right? that fun stuff. That's what yeah. I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a shopping montage. Huh? Did you notice they made s'mores indoors? I did. Did you wonder why? No, because I have made s'mores indoors, too. <laughs> As have I, but it's typically like a fire pit situation, especially in a Hallmark movie. They love a good fire pit situation. Unfortunately, during this week, the weather was terrible in Vancouver, and oh. they were not able to have their outdoor s'mores situation. Terrible? Like what? Snow or cold or I'm guessing just bad elements? All I read was terrible, but I'm guessing it was pretty cold. That answers that question, which also leads me to believe that perhaps the weather is a factor in why much of this movie takes place in one indoor space. Like they didn't have an outdoor cocktail party and they didn't have them running into each other on the grounds of the hotel. Everything's in the lobby. Yeah. Well, can we talk about that lobby for a second? Yeah. To me, it looked like they were just in a really big home, some sort of chalet or something, because uh -huh. the lobby, quote unquote, was like always in front of this like huge fireplace. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I, I was very confused. They showed like Nick behind like cooking food behind like a, a bar. Type. It looked like a. It looked like a home kitchen and there was like a regular refrigerator in the background. And so am I to believe like there's this weird little home kitchen in a lobby of a bar I mean lobby of a hotel it just was bizarre like this when I watch these movies I totally look at the backgrounds and even if they have like the scenes are really tight so you can't see what's going on we all know what was that movie from the winter movies that they it was a uh, restaurant space that they turned into a hotel or something so it wouldn't surprise me if this was not actually filmed at a hotel. Agree. I did not actually see any information about where that location was. But I agree that they took this one big that, space. It's kind of like this open floor plan house. And they were like, this is your kitchen bar space. And this is your cocktail hour space. And this is your wedding right. space. All in one big space. Okay. The hot wing scene. Yeah. Did you enjoy the hot wing scene? No, I didn't really care for it. I don't like hot wings personally. So. <laughs> Neither do I. I did like that Carly kind of owned Nick and Matt, but Julie Sherman Wolf has been trying to get that scene into a movie for years, and she was finally able to make it happen. Well, I wonder if Julie likes hot wings. <laughs> she must, right? She must, or she just like had that idea, and she was like, I'm gonna make it happen. <gasps> oh, that's funny. Okay. 
The tiny fork. Uh-huh. One, I could relate to that. I like to enjoy my dessert. I do not I like, I would, given an option, I would prefer to take dessert home from a restaurant, have dessert at home, so I can enjoy it slowly. Uh, I resonated with that. Where does where does one get a tiny fork from? I don't know. We're not, I'm sure we're not, order one online. We're not talking about like the salad fork, right? We're talking no, smaller it's like a, than that. It's a tiny fork, and it actually that is Julie Sherman Wolf's own personal quirk that she enjoys, and she posted a photo of her own tiny fork oh, that she likes to funny. use for dessert. Well, I will tell you that when at the end of the movie when they show up at the tiny fork restaurant, uh huh, and they reveal like that's the name of it. I let out an audible. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like so sweet. <laughs> yeah, I like, could actually see that being a restaurant like I mean, name. That's a cute name for a restaurant. I should have figured it out that that's what it was going to be called, but I thought that was adorable. Did we see, did I just look away how much time passed in between her leaving and coming back to the... I don't know if they showed like a three months... Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I can't recall if they did or not. We know time has passed because she goes home, she has sketches, she creates this whole line, she comes back for the launch of the line. I was just curious. How, I mean, obviously he had to create this whole restaurant. I know. How fast does that happen? And that's all I have for Did You See That? I have one or two. Okay. Did you notice, like, how much these actors had to talk with food in their mouths? I mean, there's no way around it. You're... Eating a ton of food in this movie. So I guess there's no way around it, but like every single time like, they're like covering their face, like as they chew or like, you know. Um... Julie had something to say about that too. And oh, she did she? Said, Talking with food in your mouth is never not funny. So that was her feeling about that. Oh, okay. I also have one more, and it's such a tiny little note here. But she had asked for when Nick was behind this kitchen bar in the hotel lobby, she'd asked for like a sparkling water with cherries. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, ooh, that sounds delicious. But he poured the sparkling water from a pitcher instead of like oh. a what you would typically encounter at a mm-hmm. you know hotel bar as like a you know one of those like soda machine guns or what you know right, what I'm right. talking about right yeah I was like why is there sparkling water in a pitcher that is so bizarre Going and there was no flat. there was no ice in the drink either which I thought was so bizarre too. But I'm into the sparkling water and maraschino cherry thing. I may try that. Yeah. That sounds delicious, doesn't it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like it. It's my summer drink now. There were a lot of tweets during this movie that were like, I would let Nick feed me anything I'm allergic to. There were a lot of those. Uh. Like... <laughs> I, I find him very handsome and I haven't seen him in anything else. So I really enjoyed him. Agree. Agree. All right. Well, it's time for a rating. Okie doke. What would you like to rate this movie? Well, I, like I said, it's a solid movie. I was really looking forward to this movie because I love Julie Sherman Wolf. I feel like she writes movies for me as a viewer. Like I feel seen when I watch these movies for some reason. I don't know if it's just the line she used or if she's just very hip. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I was really looking forward to this movie. I give this movie three stars. It was a solid movie. This gets a three and a half stars for me. Like I said, it ranks number two. I don't know that I've given anything else a three and a half stars. I have to go back and look. I think maybe mm. a three is my highest. Prior to As Luck Would Have It, which was a four star movie for me. Right. I really, really enjoyed this. I liked it too. And I like that it's one of those movies that can be played throughout the year. 
Yeah. It's, it's not like holiday specific, and that's what I like too. Especially since the entire thing is inside. Will we be reviewing Hearts Down Under next week? Are we? I'm asking. I guess. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I love, oh, hey, give me the Australian outback. I'm yeah. into that. I'm into that Australian accent. <sighs> I'm going to have to rally for Cindy Busby, though. Like, oh. All right. We've just done a long trip down what's coming from Hallmark. We do know that next is Hearts Down Under. We get a couple other standalone Hallmark originals before Summer Nights launches in June. Apparently, we're here for all of it, minus some potential travel. So stay tuned. Please subscribe slash follow the podcast in the podcast app of your choice. And if you haven't left a rating or review, it means a lot to us. It's the very best way you can support our podcast. And it is absolutely free to you to do that. So we would love it if you would do that. Send us your emails, Wendy at gmail.com. And until next time, have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.